WKNC Raleigh. This is DJ DiGiorno live from Wristband City here at Hopscotch Music Festival. It's the last day, Hopscotch. Um, got some awesome stuff going on today, some awesome day parties, and some great stuff at night as well. And I'm actually joined here now by the Charming Youngsters. What up? Hey. Hello. Um, and they are playing a day party as at uh, Slim's as a part of Spaz Scotch. Um, it's outside, right, at 2? Yeah, on the patio. Awesome. Well, why don't you guys take a quick second to introduce uh, each of yourselves and what you do in the band. I'm Catherine. I sing and play keyboards. I'm Nolan. I play the guitar and I sing. And I'm Sean. I play bass. Yeah, you do. And make jokes. <laughs> so, have you guys um, been making it out to any of the Hopscotch shows so far? This is our first day. Lloyd's well, the only one with a wristband. Yeah. <laughs> I went to some free stuff. You're keeping track though, right, Lloyd? You're like 18 now? Yeah. yeah. And I think a rehearsal is included in that show. Yeah, yeah. So, um, who are you guys most excited to see today? I'm, I mean, there's a band, Ava Luna. They're playing at our day party. I'm excited about that. Um, I would I would say death. I nice. I'm, a, I'm always a fan of, of hardcore punk, early punk. So uh, yeah. I'd, I'd, be, I'd say I'd say death. Yeah, yeah. They have a pretty cool story behind oh, yeah. them. Just being found out like last year, I guess, digging up old tapes. Mm. It's really cool. Yeah, I'll be there. Is this a they secret? Have a new album out too, right? A, a new album? Yeah, I think they. Oh like, gosh, got, I'm not even made, sure. They made a new one. <laughs> I haven't heard of that. I was saying there's, there's a, someone a secret performer at our show. Yeah, Lonnie Walker will be it. You're not supposed to say it, man. I think they, I think they announced it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw it come out this morning. So They're playing uh, right after us on the patio. Uh, we play, Rebecca Todd plays inside, and then Lonnie Walker will play outside around three. We play at two, I think. Yeah, yeah it's, it should be awesome. Um, so I, it's called Spaz Scotch. It has connection to Spaz Fest in Greenville, which I guess is where you guys were originally from, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah did, did you guys ever play uh, Spaz Fest at all? We have. We played a bunch. Um, KJ's a Greenville native. Yeah. <laughs> She's she played, goes I think, real deep. Four out of five spaz scotches, and I spaz fest. Spaz fest. Yeah. This is our first spaz scotch. But um, I used to go to spaz shows in high school. These guys lived in a house that hosted spaz shows. Yeah, we kind of cut our teeth um, at the spazatorium in its many incarnations, mm-hmm. uh, and sort of. Uh, you know, got into it a bit ourselves. We we had a many a many a show, a house party. Uh, our landlord hated us, absolutely hated us. But, uh, <laughs> Jeff Blender, the organizer of all the good things, spaz. And there's plenty of people behind the scenes that are killing it too. But he's like yeah. our band's Jesus yeah. a little bit. So today, you know, as the spaz is not the the spazatorium scene and or the spaz scene in Greenville is not you know maybe what it once was. This is sort of a way of rekindling that. So it was always a fun day. Uh, that and the spaz spaz fest. I think. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of good bands from, I guess, back in those days when it was a, a more vibrant scene, I guess. And it's, yeah. I mean, it is cool to see, though, it was a DIY scene, and now the town, with Spazfest, has embraced it. And, like, the whole town gets in on it. They have other sponsored events, and, you know, I think they see things like Hopscotch Greenville does and see that there's something kind of cool happening. So it's the town's embraced it, even though it's a different thing than it was. It's, it's kind of cool to see what they've done with it. 
I'm still letting Greenville take credit for future islands, even though yeah, me too. Baltimore would probably have a problem with Baltimore that. Baltimore people's too bad. <laughs> we had them first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, do you guys have anything special planned for your show this afternoon? Well, we're playing some new some new material. Uh, Mostly stuff off our new record. Yeah. In fact, uh, it's funny. We we're just perusing the track list for our last album to decide what to play and uh, realize we're only playing one one song that's not even on the last album. Um, so we're we're sort of uh, we're totally in new record mode right now. We got a lot of new material and uh, playing songs today we've never played live before. And uh, all the stuff, most of the stuff we're playing today will be uh, on the new record that we're about to record. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely really exciting. Um, and so, yeah, you mentioned the new record. Uh, you guys had a Kickstarter campaign for that that I guess finished back in April. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Were, were you guys nervous at all about doing that, or? Well, yeah. About, about meeting about meeting the goal, or just in general. Kickstarter is weird because you get a bunch at the beginning and a bunch at the end. So yeah. there's two weeks in the middle there where I I was nervous yeah. most yeah. of the time, but. It was like a two for one, you know. I mean, you you funded it. We we released our first album, and you get, and then our second album is part of it. So there's a span of time there afterwards. But to be funded, it's the biggest budget we've worked with on a record, which it's is cool. Ten times the budget we worked yeah. before, like we <laughs> a really, million times. I mean, maybe. so since the pressure's on, I'm really proud of the fact that like the money we raised was was truly money we raised by by our friends and family. I, a lot yeah, of Kickstarters will notice in. they'll like they'll be like twenty percent short the last day, and all of a sudden they get one magical donor that swoops in and. Uh, clearly, it's just them getting getting themselves pushed over the edge, but which is cool. Uh, we were totally prepared to do that. But, uh, <laughs> we didn't have to. It was great. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're we really, made a little bit more uh, pleased and, and um, proud of our fan base, and we hope to deliver something special. Yeah, that's yeah. It's really awesome that that worked out for you guys. Um, what what kind of drove you guys to do that? Like, where, where did that idea come from? I think like it was j- as much for ourselves as it was like we had taken two years to make this album maybe even more than two years almost three Mm. um you know just like getting everybody together in the tedium and i think it was like almost a rallying for ourselves like here we go we can put this together and it'll give us sort of the motivation to kick it back into gear which it which it has definitely this has been our busiest year in a while it came out of necessity a little bit we've never been a band with with high budgets um we've never had a lot of money to spend so this is a way of sort of uh you know, getting instead of making finding the cash, making the record, making it all back when you sell the record is getting it up front. Sorry. Uh, you're not necessarily making tons of money when you sell the record because you're basically just paying back, uh, you know, what you originally got. But it's uh, as a band who doesn't have a lot of resources, this is sort of a way of, of making a record that we want to make, which we wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. So far, all of our uh, releases have been on cassette tape, so I'm most excited about the possibility of having a vinyl release. It's something I think we all want to exist before we die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only way it's going to happen. Of how much fun we're having. We want that set in stone or wax, I guess. Yeah, well, that's really awesome. And we're excited to see what comes out of having that budget and hopefully giving you guys the license to do what you want to do uh, with the new record. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, it's mostly, rec- the second one's mostly recorded. Pretty much, we're just gonna hold ourselves up in a, a cabin for a long weekend and see what happens. Yeah, Airbnb <laughs> is like cheaper than a studio. We we're like working on a budget. We did Airbnb, got five days in a cabin, and finished the we're tracking. Just, like, pull a Bonnie Bear, a total Bonnie Bear. Just, <laughs> hold up Bonnie in Bear, a, hold up in a cabin somewhere and come out with a record that we hope people like. 
All right. Uh, well, we'll talk a little bit more about the recording of the the album and stuff in a second. Uh, but do you guys uh, want to play a song first? Yeah. Uh, you want to introduce this song? KJ, you want to introduce it? What is playing it? Friends and Foes. Friends and Foes. Well, I just introduced it's it. It's a song so. called Friends and Foes. <laughs> it's uh, one of the first songs we recorded off the last album, um, which is on uh, our band camp. It has an instrumental section in the middle yeah. that took us probably two years to mix. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, here it is, uh, The Charming Youngsters, live at Respan City. I just want you to know that I'm still floating around Lost in space and lacking in grace All my signals seem to make no sound It seems that I have bought too much time Drinking from that fountain of you I acted a fool when I broke that sacred rule and denied my life its only truth Our light, it burns so bright That it's just gotta go out sometime soon So alright, I guess it's fine To ramble right along into our doom Ramble right along into our doom Why did I to do that Cause now I'm tired And I really would like to sleep I've been out here For ten thousand years And every moment Felt so cheap Our light It burns so bright That it's just gotta go out Sometime soon So alright I guess it's fine To ramble right along into Ramble right along into our doom. 
ramble right along into our doom. WKNC Raleigh, this is DJ DiGiorno, and that was just the charming youngsters with the song Friend or Foe. And, uh, yeah, we were just talking a little bit during the break. Uh, you guys mentioned that it doesn't really sound much like what you're going to be playing um, coming up here uh, today. Yeah, we're we're a lot more high energy, aggressive. I use distortion the entire time, which I've never really done. We change kind of a lot. I've been thinking about that, but this well, it's, is it's, yeah. it's a new lineup for us today. Uh, it's a smaller lineup, so I think just it's a natural progression when you have a smaller amount of people to actually get louder. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and that's sort of the style that just kind of came out for the new record. A lot of the songs are shorter. Uh, just a lot more straightforward pop, uh, guitar-based Yeah, we don't stuff. want to spend two and a half years on another yeah, record, yeah. so just write some simple songs. Yeah. Sort of the uh, opposite reaction. To, it took us so long to make the last record, and we tried to get really intricate with it that I think this time around we're just going to bang it out. Banging. Have, have, something, have something down and dirty. Yeah, and a lot of times that, that kind of comes out sounding better because it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like more like raw and stuff. Yeah, it's it just kind of like... Yeah, over. You yeah. know, you're not messing with every detail. Don't, don't gild the lily. That, that is, yeah. <laughs> it is a saying. <laughs> um, so how would you say that the, the writing and recording process has kind of changed um, from your first album to this one that you're working on here? Well, I think our biggest thing is I record a lot of the beginnings of the songs in my bedroom, and we usually use those as a starting point, and we've re-recorded them. And I think with this record, we're keeping those original moments that were in the bedroom and... Moments in the Bedroom is actually the name of our next album. <laughs> but uh, the uh, we're keeping those and building the live sound around it. So it, it has those like original ideas of inspiration that are just, I feel like, hard to recapture if you just try and start from scratch. So that's a big difference. Band plus bedroom demos. Yeah. Spoon did something like that on the, not their most recent record, but the one before it. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a few of the songs on that record were even the, the demos themselves, or the demos plus a couple additional instruments added in the studio. So, uh, you know, I found I'm, I'm typically the person who takes no one's songs and sort of tries to figure out what pieces to add or what pieces to uh, recreate. And it's such a struggle because the demos they're so full of life, and you know, it's sort of raw inspiration and. Uh, if you go into like a studio environment and just try to systematically recreate every instrument, it, it can kind of lose some of that. So we figured we'd start with these these nuggets and uh, maybe just lay a few things on top and see what comes out. So. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Definitely. We're figuring this out all right yeah, now. No, we can say <laughs> this now. We're and saying it. It could totally not happen that way, but this is sort of the goal. <laughs> or the seeing our planning process. Yeah, the plan. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so what... what are you at in the in the process? Have you written the songs and you're going to go record them? Is that yeah? We have um, all the songs for the record, and since we are starting with the demos, I'd say seven, maybe eight of the tracks are already mostly recorded, um, and we're just going to take apart stuff, add stuff. Um, so it's pretty close. And then once we once we finish the tracking at the end of this month, we we're going to find out someone who would be a good fit for mixing spend a couple weekends um and then that should be it after we're in the master it yeah i think the mixing is where we're gonna be where we make a lot of headway i think last last go around we did everything uh, except for mastering and uh i'm not a very good mixer <laughs> mixing uh, should have somebody else there too I yeah think. a different set of ears you know um somebody can come in fresh 
so I think you know a, a lot of the resources we we earned through the, the Kickstarter I think will be going towards that because I think that's where a big difference can be made. Yeah, yeah. Well, we definitely look forward to hearing uh, the the new album. Us too. What's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be? Yeah, the the big sigh of relief when it's all done. Um, so this is a question that, uh, that we like to ask a lot of the bands. Uh, if you guys could describe uh, your sound as a room, uh, what would be in the room? What would the room look like? Any kind of room? Yeah, yeah. just go for it. I think it'd be a little bit whatever smaller you want to put side, in it, right? Yeah, smaller side. I mean, maybe with the next record, a, a bedroom stuffed with records. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, in fact, it's funny. Um, we have the, the, the perfect picture, I think, that represents... Uh, on our Facebook, uh, we have no one found an old um, advertisement for uh, oh, yeah. some sort of uh, piece it's of audio for, equipment. It's a Casio tone from like the er- ad from the early '80s, and there's a guy. He's just he's got his dog on the chair. He's leaning back playing this tiny little Casio keyboard, and his room's just full of great like '70s, early '80s knickknacks and stuff like that. In fact, mm-hmm. like there's some uh, some wall art from the Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, <laughs> I found out. So if anybody can find that picture, and it's on our Facebook page, that's that's exactly what the room would look like. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good one. Yeah, a little bit messier on the next record, though. I think it'll be we're messing it up a little bit. Okay, you you can go track down Cassio Tone, see if you can get that for your album art. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we even flirted with the idea of trying to piece together everything in that picture. And recreate, recreate it. the room. Um, <laughs> just hunt down thrift stores and stuff like that. We have a Casio. Uh, we have a couple, couple. We have old two Casio. of the same one. Two of the same Casio. Me and from Lloyd like twenty years ago. Which yeah, is me really and Lloyd weird. somehow ended up with the same old Casio. I mean, it's a mass market thing, but it's funny we ended up in the same band and we use it pretty, pretty heavily. Same one. In fact, you will see it today. See it today. Excellent. <laughs> Awesome. Well, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Uh, this is the Charming Youngsters playing uh, Slims uh, for Spaz Scotch outside uh, the back patio at 2 p.m. today. Um, there's a lot of other great bands, Lonnie Walker, uh, Rebecca Todd, Rebecca Todd yeah. Matt Phillips, Phillips. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ava Luna. I'm excited about that one. Um, Jazz Casual, I guess, dropped. I don't know who's playing in his place. Uh, Naked Naps. Naked Naps, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think there might be a couple I'm missing, but... You'll just have to come. Uh, yeah, you have to come and check it out. Yeah, yeah, it should be a good time. Um, there's a there's a lot of awesome stuff going on today. Uh, we're down live at Wristband City, and thank you guys so much for joining us Thanks here. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, and uh, this next song is going to be uh, by Cokeweed. This is Manchester. I love Cokeweed. <laughs> 